what's recorded in Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4 and 5. It says, But when the time was fully come, God sent His Son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law that we might receive the full rights of sons. <laughs> but that would be a little drastic. It's back. When the time was fully come, God sent his son into the world. And in a very short time, we'll celebrate Christmas. And some of you will feel that the time has flown. It's snuck up on you quickly. Is it that time again? And you've got so much to get done and so little time left to do it in. And I want to focus your attention on the issue of time. Because according to that statement, Jesus came at exactly the right time. There were several thousand years of history, and that history got worse and worse as man's inhumanity to man. Violence arose in increasing ways. People were overwhelmed to such a degree. You will read this statement on numerous occasions in the Old Testament. How long, O Lord? People were waiting for a Messiah. They were expecting a deliverer. They were looking for a champion to turn up in the world and to change things. Why didn't it happen sooner? Why didn't it happen more quickly? Yet from God's perspective, it was when the time was fully come, or when the time was exactly right. And the purpose of drawing your attention to that tonight is that I want to leave you this very simple thought. God only ever acts when the time is exactly right. All that God does, He does at the right time. God cares deeply about time. And He has made that clear in His Word. In Acts 17 and verse 26... It says, from one man he created every race and nation on the face of the earth and he determined the exact times for them and the places that they should live. More specifically, it's expressed like this by the psalmist. In Psalm 139 and verse 16, the psalmist says, all the days ordained for me, were written in your book before one of them came to be. That's how consumed God is with time. 
for every single one of us in this room tonight, all of the days ordained for your life were already written into his calendar before one of them ever came into being. God's working everything according to his pattern and to his timetable. And so if you would read in the genealogy of Matthew chapter 1, Matthew points something out to show God's concern about time and how he's working to a timetable. He says there were 14 generations from Adam until the exile. And then there were 14 more generations. And then there were another 14 generations until Christ came into the world. It's very specific. It's very according to a pattern of time. Jesus understood that. So Jesus begins... John chapter 2, his mom asks him to act in a given situation. He says, my time has not yet come. In John 13 and verse 1, it says, Jesus understanding that the time had come for him to leave the world and return to the Father. In John 17, 1, he says, Father, the time has come. Jesus always understood he was working to God's timetable. Let me say something to you that might seem surprising. The demonic and the devil understood God was working to a timetable. In Matthew chapter 8, Jesus crosses the Galilee and he comes into the region of the Gadarenes Two men possessed by demons come out from the tombs to meet him. The demonic voices say, Have you come to torture us before the appointed time? They understood. God was working to a timetable. In Revelation 12.12, 12, it tells us, Woe to those of you on the earth, for Satan has been cast down. He's filled with fury because he knows his time is short. How does Satan know his time is short? He understands God's working to a timetable and that the time is advancing and there's very little of it left for him. He understands that. And the reason I mention those things is for those of you who've committed your lives to Christ and are following God, you can live with an awareness of the fact that God has a purpose, but if you do not live conscious of the fact that he also has a timetable, you'll get very frustrated. Let me say again, God always works everything at exactly the right time. God is never too late. He is never too early. He is always working to perfect time in your life and in mine. So if you would look at the life of Joseph in the Old Testament, Joseph recognizes God has a very particular purpose for him. He understands that one day he is going to be elevated to such a position that his family will bow down before him, that God's going to do something special in his life. It was 20 odd years before he saw that accomplished. 
and they were 20 years filled with trial and challenge and heartache and pain. Some of you might have an understanding that God's doing something in your life, but you also need to accept he's working to his perfect timing. God always works to his timetable. I don't know if you've thought about this. In Acts chapter 3, there's a story of a man who has been crippled from birth. Every day he's brought to the temple and he is set at one of the gates of the temple where he begs for money. Jesus went to the temple many times and that man was there every day. Every day after Jesus ascended, until the Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost, the disciples met together in the temple, according to Luke 24 and verse 53. How many times had they passed that man? But in Acts 3, on that particular day, as the man reaches out his hand to beg, Peter and John looked at him and said, look at us. Silver and gold we do not have. But what we do have, that we give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And taking him by the hand, Peter lifted him up. And the man never looked back. That particular day was God's time for that man. Some of you are dealing with issues of health, challenges of health, looking to God. And I want to say you need to wait on the timing of God because God works everything according to his perfect time. Can I encourage you? Many of you are committed to doing the right thing. And as you reflect on this Christmas season, will you keep doing the right thing? Sometimes you get fed up. Sometimes it seems like it's not working. Sometimes it feels like it's not properly appreciated. But God is clear. Galatians 6 and verse 9, it says, Do not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. How often were we on the edge of seeing God do something great? God going to break through. But before we got there, we got fed up. And I want to encourage you, please, God always works at just the right time. There may be some of you here, you've committed your lives to Christ. It might even be the testimony of some of you this evening. And you feel like if only it had happened sooner. If only you'd come to this understanding and revelation earlier. And I want to urge you, don't think in that way. Why? In Galatians 1.15, Paul says this. 
He says, when God, who set me apart from birth, was pleased to reveal his son in me. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Saul of Tarsus, the greatest Christ-hater the world had known, the greatest persecutor of the church, who disrupted families, who persecuted individuals, who cast his vote for the stoning of Stephen, understood he'd been set apart from birth, but he also recognized there was a time when God was pleased to reveal his son to him on that day on the road to Damascus. Some people feel, well, it was perhaps too late. It's never too late. For God, it's always at exactly the right time. God wasn't waiting for Saul. He was waiting for the time when it was right to reveal his son to him because he always works at the right time. So let me close this evening by saying this. Very many of you in this room tonight have committed your lives to Jesus Christ and you're following the purpose of God. And I want to urge you, please do not get frustrated by waiting on God Don't judge things before the proper time. God always works at just the right time. But there are some of you in the room tonight, and this is the right time for you to commit your life to him. This is the moment for you. You're here, and you know the gospel. When people get up in a few minutes and tell their stories about how they submitted their lives to Christ, you've heard that before. You know it. Because to this point in your life, you've determined, no, not yet. It's not for me. And some of you have thought later, when I'm older, when, and you can fill in the blank for yourself, I'm talking to particular people tonight, and you know you have put off committing your life to Christ. And here's what I want to tell you the Word of God says to you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. And for those of you who have been putting it off, for those of you who know and understand that God loved you so much, He sent His Son into the world for you, but you've never surrendered your life to Him. Can I urge you tonight... The time has fully come for you. No more excuses. No more delays. No more putting it off. Today is the day of salvation. 
If that's you, you know your heart's beating very quickly right now. And you're thinking, he's talking to me. You're absolutely right. I am. I'm talking to you. And I want you to think about that. As you listen to one after another share their story of how God has changed their life, I want you to determine I'm not leaving this place tonight until I have made my peace with God, until I have surrendered my life to Him. For those of you who are Christians, God sent Jesus when the time had fully come. There might be all sorts of reasons why that was so. The Roman Empire meant there was a freedom of travel. The Pax Romana meant people could go in peace to one nation after another nation after another nation without hindrance. The previous conquests of Alexander meant the whole of the known world spoke the same Greek language at that time that the New Testament was written in. And so it was easy for the message to be communicated. The spread of Jewish people throughout the known world meant that people had heard of the God of the Jews, the Messiah who was to come, and they were waiting, and history records, they were waiting expectantly for the Jewish Messiah as the hope of the world because the thousands of years of history meant the world fully recognized the futility of their own efforts. They tried everything they could. Philosophy had run rampant and it didn't work. Man's efforts to save himself had failed completely. And into that situation, a redeemer came who could change everything. Some of you know tonight, into your situation, you need things to change. You need help outside of yourself. And there is a God who loves you, is waiting to help you. And tonight for you, the time has fully come. Amen.